Welcome to the Come Clean Pod, a place where we take the taboo out of TMI. We're stripping away shame and eradicating embarrassment through conversations held with honesty, humor, and humanity. We're your hosts. I'm Holiday. And I'm Mando. Come with us while we do our dirty laundry. You know what I was thinking about yesterday? <laughs> Tell me. I actually was thinking, because I'm not very musically inclined to myself at all, but I was thinking about Taylor Swift. <laughs> what am I not thinking? Shocking. <laughs> no, I was really thinking, like, how does she come up? How do they come up with new so- Like, how? I just, like, try to make a song up in my head and, hey... That's all I got. <laughs> I make up a lot of like dumb songs like to my dog and stuff, but they're more like jingles. Like I can I, I can jingles. make up jingles, but like a whole song, I don't I don't I know. I had a song when I was younger. I think when these are like when I was kids, okay? This was, this was like when I was younger, like yesterday, although you know what, even if it was like yesterday, I wouldn't be embarrassed cuz I do come up with jingles. The song was Eight eight oh three seven oh three. That is my name, and I am crazy. <laughs> and I just kept singing it over and over again. What was another one? Um, shit. What was another one? God, there was another jingle. Can you record that and make that be our song? <laughs> Do you? You must have one. I'm trying to think. There was another one that was like weird, like that. I can't right now remember jingles, but I do remember my sister oh, I know. going, she she would like be weird sometimes and like, I want to fit this in Olga. <laughs> she would just do that. She would just like come up near me and be like, I want to fit this in Olga. <laughs> it is weird, the like strange things that mean nothing that you have, like these little weird inside jokes. Me and my friend used to sing, um... When I wake up in the morning and I get out of bed, I want to make sure that I got hair on my head. I need a Rogaine. I need a Rogaine. <laughs> it's so random. <laughs> I'm glad that gotcha. That one really gotcha. That. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. This is a good one. Anyway. So welcome back, everyone. Today's topic is really fun and lighthearted, and I'm so excited to to chat about it. So this came from a BuzzFeed article that Holly, why don't you take it away there, Tiger, and tell us. (laughs) (laughs) You sure you want to hand over? Take it away, Calgon. I'm going to come up with all these little (laughs) isms today. Yeah, uh, we'd be like... um... You know how like shock jocks have like nicknames and yeah and like I wish we had one of those soundboards where we could be like what <laughs> so, so back to the uh, so I found this article a couple a while ago and I really liked it um, and it is women are sharing habits they secretly learned from other women and I didn't see eighty percent of these coming so BuzzFeed article and uh, I loved this for so many reasons one is because the actually i don't think i've told the story yet but one of the main drivers of starting this podcast was i was 
I woke up in the middle of the night and finally like put together what what some of the things were that I had to say and that I wanted to talk about of like why is it so hard? Why are some why is it something so hard for some people? Like it took me 35 years to like figure out that if I want my body skin to feel and look like face skin, I have to treat it like face skin. Like I have to exfoliate it and and moisturize it and like it seems logical, but I was like, why is, you know, sometimes you don't get it until you get it. And like, I wished that I'd had somebody like an older sister or a cool aunt to be like, hey, if you're ever wondering about how to take care of your skin or what a bad boyfriend is or, you know, little things like that, I just never seem to have those people. And then I found this article and some of them are funny and some of them are a little bit deeper, but um, what about you? Like, do you feel like you have those types of, people? Oh, are have, you that type of person? I have so many, when you sent me this article and we were going to talk about it, I have so many just same though. Like some of them are really random. Some of them are, are more deep and more, you know, poignant, I suppose that I would, um, think about in this context, but I think like, so we'll share the article at some point when we mm-hmm. do uh, post this episode, but I'm actually laughing because the first, the first number one says, I grew up without any women in my household. I didn't learn until later in life that you should only put conditioner on your mid-length hair to your ends and avoid the scalp. I learned it from a random lady on TikTok. <laughs> okay. But I actually have something funny to say about this because it seems, to me, that seems common sense. but. Like my husband gives the girls baths sometimes mm. and he's just like with the conditioner <laughs> and it's like he puts it like, first of all, I'm like, wh- wh- I almost had like a m- small mini heart attack. I'm like, well, what are you doing? What are you doing? Why, 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 why would you put conditioner all over their entire scalp? And it's just <laughs> like, what? I don't get it. What's the issue? <laughs> of course. Of course you don't get it. You don't have any hair. I love right. you. <laughs> yeah. You're full bald. <laughs> Um, that was so long ago, but it, this, this made me laugh because so when my mom broke her leg and I was helping to take care of her, I had to help her get in an hour of the shower. And so there was one time when I, I ended up having to wash her hair. And first of all, this was not that long ago. I was probably, it was a couple of years ago. So it was like, you know, like 22. <laughs> nice try. <laughs> So anyway, so I go to wash her hair, I get the shampoo and I just start washing it. Right. And she nearly had a heart attack. She's like, what are you doing? I'm like, I'm washing your hair because your leg is broken and I love you. And she's like, that's not how you wash your hair. I didn't know. And maybe you didn't know this either. Probably some hairdresser is going to have a, a mild heart attack. I just would put the condition, the shampoo in my hands and just start going in like in all directions. But apparently you're not supposed to wash your hair like that because that's how it can break. And it's supposed to like wash it from the top of your scalp, like back, almost like you're combing your hair and like backwards. So you don't just like, because I was just like making a big ball. Yeah. I thought that's what you did. Just get I mean, like, it makes sense now that you're saying that. Yeah. It actually makes a lot of sense. 
But I literally was like, yeah. I didn't know that. No one ever taught me that. No. And then where you're like, hey, mom, who do you think was supposed to have taught me? <laughs> oh, I really ever would have showered me other than you. <laughs> oh, my God. I don't know. So actually, it's so funny that this is number one, because I forgot that this was even on here. But last night when I was giving the girls a bath, I told Clara. I said, just so you know, honey, I mean, she's going to be seven, but I was like, just so you know, when you do conditioner, just you only do half your head. And she's like, why? And I was like, well, because if you put it on your scalp, then it's going to look greasy and your hair will not last as long. So it just (laughs) it's so yeah, it's so funny. Like the things that we take, this is a big, a big thing that I think about a lot is like the things we take for granted as an adult that we forget to tell kids or we forget yeah. to like parent them and teach them through like that's that's important like how else would she ever find that out just one day like this she'd be like whoa i didn't know that <laughs> like my my mom she um she will actually both my parents will if they like cut themselves or i have no medical training by the way if i haven't made that abundantly clear so far in the podcast <laughs> But they, they, if they get cut or they get hurt, they'll be like, um, I got, I got cut. Can you come over and, and like, tell me if I need stitches, if I should go to the hospital? And like nine times out of 10, their first decision was wrong. And I'm like, yes, or no, like, there's nothing they can do with that. That's not, no. Or um, how are you not already passed out? Like it's, I don't know how I know some things. I don't know how I know them other than I've gotten hurt a lot, but like, like that's how, that's what I'm working with, like a, a long line of well-meaning, lovely people who were raised by people who forgot to raise like, them, teach us the like, things, teach yeah. them the things. Although and, I will say, there's a lot of things on here though that I was like, oh, like I feel like there's like stuff that my mom has definitely taught me. You know what I mean? Like folding a fitted sheet mm. is one of them, which seems to be a problem for a lot of people. A lot of people seem to have that problem. I know that's not a problem for you because you're like a guru in the house cleaning department had a lot of practice but where did you learn that so okay here's the thing about me that i have this uh sort of innate domesticity about me where i know how to do some things and i always have i never saw anybody do them i know like i just I don't know that it's a rule, but I just know some things are right. Like the way to make a bed. I just kind of always knew that. I know like that it would it seems rude to put the opening of the pillow facing out where anybody could see it. Um, I just stuck my hands in the corners of fitted sheets and was like, this is how it makes sense. I don't. It's just different. Just things that I I must have spent a lot of lifetimes as like a domestic helper a maid or or Martha Stewart which Oops. actually brings me to a, one of my one of my favorite things a woman taught me stories I got to hear this um so I have looked up to Martha Stewart for decades um since she was like on the today show I just thought she was like the bee's knees I don't know I loved her and anyone who knows me my like dark halloween valentine's day this is surprising energy, to me. right like that i just was like because she's she's got that same thing where it's like i know how to put i know how to put a t- 
table spread together. Like, I don't know how. I don't know why I have this talent. I have no desire to be a like a housemaker, but I could be very good at it. I know how to sew. I don't I never really learned, but I know how. I anyway. Machine? Yeah. What? Yeah. I just, someone taught me, an ex-boyfriend actually taught me how to thread the machine. And then he was like, okay, now let me show him. Like, no, no, I got this. Get out of here. And I just like started making projects and selling them. I, I don't know. I have. Oh, I would if, like you to teach me that. Yeah, I I could. It's And every time something like this comes up and I'm like, I don't know, just another housewife thing that I'm very good at and have no, like, no need to do. Oh my God. Making soap, uh, cooking weird things. I don't know. It's just a thing. But so Martha Stewart, I really felt like a a kinship to her. Like she really elevated everything. And like I, she's also spooky. And she also is like she really owns her sexuality. And she um, she's made a lot of money being herself. Yeah. And I love that. I think it's really powerful. And so on that level, I've learned from her. But also when I was in college... In my last semester at the college, because I took a, a semester after, um, because my college screwed up my credits twice. That's a story for another day. Um, but we were, I was living in my sorority, and we had to decorate the house for Christmas. It was part of like Greek rose things. Like there was rules we had to follow, and we had to decorate the house for Christmas. But we had just become a national sorority we'd been local forever and we got absorbed by a national so we had no money and martha stewart had a a satellite radio show and a couple of my friends and i were sitting we had this thursday night ritual where we'd get chinese food and watch hoarders and uh intervention and there was a there must have been like a commercial yeah oh my god we loved it we did it every thursday (laughs) Like oh three quarters of the sorority would be out partying and we would be like, nah, bro, we're getting Chinese and we're watching Hoarders and Intervention. <laughs> would sit in the living room. It was, oh. it was like our jam. Um, so we saw I think we saw a commercial or something for or a tweet. I, I was one of the early adapters, adopters of Twitter. And then I was like, this is boring. There's like five people on here. And so then I had it for like a year and I was like, there's really only five people on here. This is stupid. And I left it. And then it blew up and I just never got back on it. But I keep digressing. Uh, so somehow I found out that I could call Martha Stewart on her satellite radio show. So I, I decide, okay, girls, this is what we're going to do. Because if anybody knows the answer of how we're going to decorate this giant house on the outside, on the cheap, it's Martha Stewart. Let's call her. We're like, we're never going to get on. Like, whatever. We're just calling this satellite radio show. We get on the radio Stop. with Martha Stewart. You talked to her. I talked to Martha Stewart. Oh, my God. I asked the question, and then I was like, (laughs) dead. I was like, and now I'm dead. (laughs) And so then she asked, she, like, asked us a bunch of questions back, and I was like, somebody else talk, somebody else talk. Oh, my God. I I can't handle that Martha Stewart is answering my question. That's got to be recorded somewhere, right? That's true. Yeah, I bet. You and I could figure that. out like about when it is too, um, but yeah. And so she she taught me some some tips on how to decorate inexpensively. Oh my god, that's a curveball I did not see coming. Yeah, I didn't yeah. know you were like besties with her. Oh, <laughs> I want to be 
the goth queen version of Martha Stewart. Like, I want to turn Clean Lion Co. and Lionheart Movement into, like, a new version. I want to, I want to, like, grow my empire and be the next Martha Stewart. I think she's so... Didn't she have, like, a show? Was it a show? With Snoop Dogg for a mm-hmm. little while. Yeah. They're like what was for the real show? best friends. I don't I remember love... what the show was, but they're like besties. I, lo- I love oh, I love Snoop Dogg. I like, do too. so much. I know. That and is so funny. Oh my god. She had god. a post the other day where she was like, look at this coat my buddy Snoop made me. And it was like this like amazing like glitter jacket or something. I don't it's, All right. They're... Well now I'm interested. I feel like there was a documentary that just recently not i mean maybe it's not that recent came out about her you've probably seen it i don't know i don't know that much about her i just know she's fascinating she didn't start her career until she was uh 50 really um and she actually she was a model first um and she got married and i used to i there's actually a really good podcast about her um i believe it was on um, the C word. I think the C word did an episode. It was either the C word or you're wrong about, and um, both excellent podcasts. And they went into the history of Martha Stewart and how she was. She was always a kind of entrepreneurial woman. Like back in the day when women didn't have jobs, like she went to college. I mean, I could be missing some of the facts right now because it's been a long time, but she, you know, she got an education. She was working. She um, started this business. Uh, I think she married later in life. I can't remember exactly, but she's very cool and very fascinating. And she's grown an empire out of like cakes and hot gluing ribbons onto things and making it look classy and nice and then it's just elevated from there oh that is so cool i I, we gotta we gotta do some digging because now i now i must know or hear that yeah well i can't wait to do her master class because she is the master and and with the um i remember i don't remember again i don't remember all the details but when she was busted for insider trading it was like it wasn't even just her and it was like someone gave her someone like told her i'm gonna misspeak so i shouldn't say but it was it was one of those things where it's like really because like yeah yeah she did insider trade but also if we're gonna go for her in this one it's kind of everyone seems like you're making an an example out of this one woman I, again, I can't remember mm-hmm. exactly, but that's my memory of what the debunking, like what the that episode, the podcast was that did the investigative research into the situation. Not surprising, but like this woman's done time, also. Yeah, yeah. Come out. No, that's so interesting, Martha Stewart. Oh my god, I'm trying to think. Um, they're kind of along the same lines of like this conversation and i'm like where did i learn this but i actually think it was an influencer like on instagram this woman going back to the sheets Mm. she i thought this was genius and so i've lit this is how i fold my laundry now or fold my sheets so i fold 
you know, like the fitted sheet and I do it like mm-hmm. long and skinny. Mm-hmm. And then I'll do the the top sheet, long and skinny, the pillowcase. Mm-hmm. And then I roll them into each other oh. so that when you take them out of the closet, you're not like, where's the sh- pillow sheet? Where's mm-hmm. the where's the top sheet? Where like, because they're different, but right. they're set. They all go together. And it's like, it's like a little package of like for one set of your bed. That is brilliant. What I do is I fold them into squares and then I put all of them inside one of the pillowcases. But I, so like, it's like a little satchel, but which is great. Except that I'm like, that little satchel has been like on the outside and all the other things have been like on the inside protected. So I always kind of feel like that one pillowcase, like it kind of got the raw end of the deal. And no, that's so actually like, fine. But that's a good idea too. Yeah. I so like you just that. have like, this is the packet for this bed. And it's oh, like all wrapped up smart. and ready to go. Oh, Especially really when you, I mean, no one does this. No one does this except when I had a cleaning business. When you iron your sheets, it's very nice to put them in flat, like, you know, flat like that. But ironing your who sheets. Who else in the world irons their I sheets? I know. I know. So you know what else? Okay, so I actually have a friend that she taught me. I think this is brilliant too. Okay, you know when you wear your jammies and you, I mean, no, a, but yeah, I guess. Some okay, people. well, like you have like your your house clothes that are like yes. you're just like laying around in your house, like your loungewear, your jammies, whatever, and they're not really dirty, but they're also not clean. So mm-hmm. what do you do with them in between? Put them in the chair in the corner. Does no everybody have a chair in the corner? I have a chair in the corner and I will say, oh my God, that chair is pisses me off because it's (laughs) just my husband's shit and he knows it. But anyway, so no, you take the jammies after you make your bed your bed and you tuck them behind your pillow. Mm. Mm -hmm. Brilliant. Yeah. Yeah. I've done I've definitely done that before. Because then it's time to get restful again and you just mm-hmm. like s- slide them out from behind your pillowcase no one knows they're there that's so smart i love that one that is smart and I, I have i've done that before i also now i just like lay them across the bottom of my bed like nicely <clears throat> i just have like okay these are like whatever pair of clothes i'm like m- are my maybe uh-oh Greta's freaking out. Hold yeah, on. that sounds not good. Let me go get her. Yeah. I wish I had something interesting to say to leave as like a secret, but I can't think of anything. I'm very thirsty. Hey, hon. Well, she can't hear me, but. Well, that's unfortunate. <laughs> <laughs> that's a rough way to start the morning. You can sit with me. We're just going to make this work. I don't mm-hmm. know how. Yeah. What were we talking about? Uh, we were sour. talking about pajamas and. um. I was saying that what I do, especially because like I live in a tiny house, no one ever comes in my house, and my bedroom is all black. I like I just lay my I lay my clothes like neatly across the end of my bed, like the sweatshirt I'm still working on will be like, and then you know I only ever have like one or two things, but that's something that I do. I like the behind the pillow thing. I get weird about stuff touching my pillow though, to be honest. Like oh okay yeah yeah well. Yeah, so you must be someone that like needs to clean your sheets like every like a lot. on the on the schedule. Yeah. My my skin is so sensitive that if I don't I will have like a a huge reaction to like some dirt got on the sheets. Now you have now you have back knee for a year. 
You're welcome. My God. So, All right. So for those of you that missed it, mid-episode, Holly and I were chatting and my daughter woke up and, and had a scary dream. So it's early here at like 6.30 in the morning. So she's sitting with me and hanging out in case you hear a background child. <laughs> a background child. That's a, that's a cute thought. Oh, my God. You know what else you taught me, actually? I did not know this, that when matching your lipstick. Yes. To find the perfect nude. Yeah. You match your lips. You match your perfect nude lipstick to the color of your nipple. Although you can't whip your nipple out in the middle of a store. Honestly, like that is the biggest tragedy is that you have to kind of, you have to like go in there being like very aware of the color of your nipple. <laughs> you have to like sit in the car and be like, is it orangey? Is it brown? Is it pinkish? What is mine? Like <laughs> you need to like go in there and pre know like which shade you're going for of nude. <laughs> I have totally like put put the like swath of lipstick on my hand and just like opened my bra and been like, does this match? <laughs> like, oh yeah, that's a good one. What do you want me to do? I want the perfect nude, and you're telling me I can't take my boobs out. So if I can't bring Mohammed to the mountain, I'll bring the mountain to Mohammed. <laughs> oh my god. Oh, this is a good one. To use up the good things now, burn the good candles, wear the good makeup, dress in the best clothes. No use in saving the best you have for some better day. Act like every day is your best day. I actually recently did this with my underwear. Nice. I had like underwear that was like, it was suspect. <laughs> and so I was like, you know what? I think I need some new undies. And and it's like a nice feeling to have nice underwear on every day. Isn't it so much? There's no greater like inner strength that I feel than when my bra and underwear match. And they like, they're not like ratty yeah. hot and like old you know whatever yeah. like they don't even have to be like they could be like target matching but like still just having it be like a set or close enough to a set i am unstoppable <laughs> it's true it's like, true. get out of my way world <laughs> although girl, matching bra and panties on i know uh, everything i wear though i'm like very like i want everything to be nude or black or white yeah same well oh, are you I have a red it? set i have um i have a red set i do have one floral set that i got a target i did have to the um bralette got too big so i couldn't i don't have the top anymore but mostly i have some red but i'm really nude or black with but it's like if it's like a specific kind of lace i would like the bottoms to be the same you know like i like to like match it yeah it brings me a lot of power Washing my hands in public before using a restroom and then again after. I don't Wait, what? I missed that. I read that one too. And I was like, well, I guess that's really respectful of yourself. Oh, okay. Like in case your hands accidentally graze your own vagina, like you didn't transfer no, door germs. No, my hands in public before using the restroom. Right. Why would you? do that so like you walk in the bathroom you've like touched everything at we'll say you're at the grocery store oh, you've like okay. touched the door handle you've like touched your wallet you've like you've okay. like touched all the food and like stuff everybody else has touched and oh okay and then the handles in the bathroom like the you know wash your hands first and then you're like yes for my intimate areas i have only used clean hands okay 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 um i get it now i get it oh I stopped saying, did that make sense? 
I just recently realized mm-hmm. this myself, actually. Mm-hmm. Or let me rephrase that. I just recently started to try to implement that because mm-hmm. I've realized it for a long time. Because I do it too in text messages or emails. I say it a lot. Um, what's something else you could say, though? You, I mean, you could say something like, um, let you know. I, let me know I if you have any clear. questions. Yeah. No, or like you know, if I if there's anything I can, anything else I can do to clear that up, if you know, or just leave it and then know that trust that what you said makes sense and if it doesn't that it's their responsibility to right come back and ask you um i've stopped saying like sorry i'm late sorry this um Mm. apologizing before anybody says anything like last night i went on a date and uh I wanted to be like, okay, don't judge me because I didn't have time to clean my house or, you know, and don't judge me because, uh, I didn't, I didn't have time to like really get ready because it wasn't, it was an impromptu date and, and not impromptu. We just decided to move it up a day for scheduling. And, and then I was like, wait a minute. No, that, that like, um, tears down at my confidence like i'm fully confident in who i am and that's the important thing you know that's what that's what i want someone to be here for so if my house not being dusted or like a hair on my chin growing in is what's gonna be give you the ick then like okay let it give you the ick and then i'll proceed go. on to the next i wish i had a jingle for this <laughs> <laughs> Maybe you can work. You on got that. a problem, then you are a dick. I don't know what to say to you. You're not that slick. <laughs> oh my god, I love this. I know. I think I might have a career I didn't know about know. or something. Um, and then once I hear a jingle, I will never, ever, ever forget it. Actually, that's so funny. My kids. Uh, oh, my kids! Jingles are catchy. There's mm-hmm. a commercial on the radio. I think it's for O'Reilly. Okay, O'Reilly's Auto Parts. Oh, Have you ever oh, heard this? Oh, oh O'Reilly's, O'Reilly's Auto, Auto Parts. Parts. Woo! <laughs> <laughs> my kids do uh, that jingle all the, the one, time. There's when I lived in Rhode Island. There was eight, seven, seven, seven cars for kids. Some, some cars <laughs> for kids. <laughs> There's also, um, oh, there's a restaurant in Keene, which is a town over in New Hampshire, and uh, Papa Gallo's restaurant. Like it's just like they do all they say, but it's like very like I don't it's know. A, it's, it's like is it in like sounds like it's in the voice of a siren. It's like hypnotizing, it's kind <laughs> of. But it's it's like a Greek like a Papa Gallo. It's like a it's it's. <laughs> Very, I love it. There was, there's also a gas station chain that has one that is very long and has a lot of words. And if I, as soon as I remember the name of the gas station, I'll know the whole jingle. (laughs) Um, But I just remembered another thing I learned from from a woman, and it was a game changer. Maybe everybody knows this. I don't know. I didn't know until like 2021, 2022, maybe. Whitney Cummings put out a special, a comedy special, where she talked about that she has fake breasts. And one of the things that she thinks is funny about her fake breasts is that when she lays down, 
her nipples stay like straight up and down like alligator eyes. And she likes to like pretend that she's got like these alligator eyes and how it kind of like freaks men out because that's not normal. And I lost my shit because I was like, oh, my God, for all these years, I was so self-conscious because my boobs would like go away when I lay down. And she does like a five minute bit about how boobs like go away when you lay down like oh where did they go where did they go but hers don't and I was like oh my god I'm not a freak I'm not alone oh my god I I was so it truly like the empowerment and like the body uh acceptance that I gained just by like one woman being like yeah it's it's so crazy that women's boobs just like go away when you lay down except for when they're fake and that's how you know they're fake and i was like what they separate well that doesn't happen to me because i don't have any boobs but yeah i i uh so that that's definitely one thing i learned and i super am grateful for it because it, to me i'm like what a tragedy that you know to go from having like these d double d boobs to then like laying down and be like Hey, you know what I lured you here with? Gone. Bye. Hope you, hope you didn't like them that much. Oh, my God. You know what I learned from women? <laughs> I. <laughs> what did you learn? I learned You're that. fucking badass because we have to do everything. <laughs> yes. And I also learned that, like, it's really important to decide who you are and what you want and go in that direction because... I would not want, I respect everybody's decisions, but I would not want them for myself. And I learned that from you all the time. Like you, your life is so, no one's life is harder than anyone else's, but like mm. what you have to do would be so impossible to me. And it would be impossible to me. And I respect you beyond measure. And so in order to honor your, your, family and your day and also because i had about 13 more ideas while we were sitting here talking but we are um we're like at a good time to to stop and break this up let's have our first two-part episode and we'll come back next week and we will talk a little bit more about what we learned from women in our lives and on the internet and um and i have some things that I would like to introduce as a woman to help those of you out there who want to learn about your life and maybe your finances and some things like that. So maybe that'd be a good time to introduce those things as well. What do you think? I love it. I love you. Thank you all so much. I'm going to go console some babies. <laughs> we love you guys. We will see you in two weeks. Don't forget to follow us online and send us your emails. We would love to hear from you. Thanks, guys. Come Clean is produced by Ando Hawthorne and Holiday M. Hill. All ideas and opinions expressed are evolving and should not be taken out of the context of the larger conversation. We're always learning and will continue to do our best. If you like the pod, please rate, review, and subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts and share with a friend. It really helps. You can follow the pod on Instagram at ComeCleanPod. Ando is at yours truly Ando. Holiday is LionheartMBMT. Or email us to ComeCleanPod at gmail.com. We'd love to hear from you. Thanks for listening.